Today's show is regarding something you may not have gone through personally, but chances are you know of someone going through it or possibly about to. We will be discussing the experience a cancer patient goes through when losing their hair from chemo. Joining me today is a badass expert, Caroline Ruggiero, who is the co-owner of Truly You Hair and Scalp Clinic in Toronto. It's a -a one-of-a-kind clinic people wish they had in their cities, and I'll tell you why. 25 years ago, Truly You was founded on one mission, to enable women that are losing hair from cancer treatment access to not only high quality products and services, but all in a private and confidential setting. Since then, Truly You has evolved into a full hair and scalp clinic that offers women, men, and children alike preventative and corrective solutions to hair loss and scalp disorders. Caroline is highly qualified in this field. She is one of the few certified trichologists in Canada, trichology being the study of hair loss and scalp issues. She is certified with the International Association of Trichologists and a member of the World Trichology Society. This was a touchy subject, but I'm so happy to have covered it because the more you know, the more prepared and empowered you are. And if I can transfer even the slightest bit of hope to anyone, then mission accomplished. Listen in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Hair Like Hers, a show that's all about women's hair health and wellness. I'm your host, Shab Reslin, and today I aim to shed light on the difficult subject of hair prosthetics for cancer patients, otherwise known as wigs. Joining me is one of the greatest experts I've met to date, Caroline Ruggiero. We are recording from the World Trichology Conference in Toronto, Canada. Caroline, I've really been looking forward to this episode, so a big welcome to you. Hi, thanks. I'm so happy to be here. On my own personal experience as a hairstylist with regards to cancer patients, it's involved helping them grow their hair back out once they've completed their treatments and they're cancer-free. That in itself is always difficult, even though it's on the back end of the whole process. It's never been easy helping someone grow their hair out from the start, but still, I've had it easy compared to your end of of the experience that you deal with. Walk us through that experience from the moment the client walks into your clinic. What do they feel like and what are they asking you for? Um, So we actually have pretty good relationships with some of the local hospitals, oncologists, nurses. So um, we've been able to work closely also with different associations and uh, programs like the Look Good Feel Better program. So by the time, you know, we have a call or an inquiry for a consultation, they have some idea of what they're walking into. But that still doesn't change the fact that the person that is coming to see you is full of um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, uh, a lot of questions. So really, uh, Truly You was was founded uh, from the very idea of helping a woman going through cancer in private setting in a setting that's going to relieve some of this anxiety and some of this fear that she's coming into. So we operate out of private rooms. Uh, Every consultation is done on a one-to-one basis. Um, Clients are invited to bring their family, their friends, their support groups if needed. And when a woman walks into, you know, our clinic, uh, they're immediately greeted with, you know, a warm smile, no judgment. And we don't really... I have expectations. We ask questions and we are patient and we listen. And that is the main 
thing that we can offer because this is the last place that a woman uh, should feel like somebody's trying to sell them something, sell them a product, sell them, you know, a potion. We're here to give you information. We're hoping that you take that information and make a decision that day. But if not that day, that's okay too. We want you to go home. We want you to think about it and come back to us. So in the initial consultation, we go through some preliminary um, uh, questions that we ask you uh, about when you're starting treatment if you've started it already because that will now affect when your hair is falling out and and we proceed to you know show you some varieties of different wigs or medical grade prosthetics that may work for you and we go over our comfort program um, and I don't know if you want to go into that right now, but okay, yeah, wonderful. Tell us a little bit about that. So the Comfort Program is an all-inclusive program that's designed to help the woman going through chemotherapy uh, or cancer treatments from start to finish. So it's designed to help a woman before, during, and after treatment. Okay, that's wonderful. We're going to elaborate on that in just a little bit. At what point are they actually visiting you? Is it shortly after they've been diagnosed or is there any hesitation and they wait before they make this leap? Both. So this is such an individual um, uh, decision. Some women are, I don't want to use the word proactive because that sounds like women that don't come to see us right away aren't proactive, but there are women that come in as soon as they receive a diagnosis because they want to take action, get uh, their order in for their hair replacement system. Some of them even want to, you know, get rid of their uh, existing hair right away, which we advise against, by the way. Um, and then there's other women that need the time for that shock to settle in. Okay. So tell me, what are the different types of cancer-fighting treatments that your clients are receiving? And then are they losing their hair immediately, completely, partially? What, what do you deal with exactly? Well, there's different forms of chemotherapy, right? So um, there are oral medications that are chemotherapy medications where hair loss is more in a diffuse pattern and it happens slowly over time. Um, if you're, depending on the dose of the chemotherapy, um, you can lose your hair uh, within the average, I'm going to say is 10 to 14 days after the first treatment yeah, wow. is what we usually see. So we encourage women to come to see us, you know, as soon as they receive the diagnosis right. so that we have the time to now match their hair order yeah. in or whatever we need to do. And and how long does that process take for, for customizing the wig and delivery and application and all that? Yep. So we are lucky enough to have quite a big stock. So we have close to about 500 wigs in stock. So we're hoping to find something for you that day, quite frankly. Mm. Um, but mo uh, most of the hair systems, the wigs, the hair prosthetics that we work with are pre-custom, meaning that we just have to choose a style and a color and we can order it in from our supplier and have it in within a week. Wow, that's really quick, actually, yeah. for a customized... So this is a pre-custom. So a pre-custom meaning that it's something that is, we've now chosen the color and the style, uh, and we've uh, gone from a predetermined size, and we order it in. For a custom system, um, depending on the supplier, but with our Cesare Ragazzi customized systems, uh, they do have an option where they make uh, these prosthetics for women undergoing chemotherapy, and it takes 30 days, which is very fast compared to a custom with any other supplier where you're looking at at least three months. Okay, so that's going to take 30 days. And, and of course, Cesare Ragazzi is all the way from Italy. Yes. Right. Of course, a fine company I'm very familiar with now. So if that takes 30 days, 
are they receiving it in time? Or do you do something in the interim? Yeah. So there, in that case with a custom unit, uh, it depends. Uh, if you have the type of chemotherapy where you're losing your hair 10 to 14 days from the first treatment, then no, that is not enough time. But those are the women I find that really want a very natural look, have long, you know, beautiful hair. They are willing to wait. So they will wear uh, um, a little head covering for the week, the week and a half, that right. extra that it takes okay. because they know at the end of it, they're going to have for a year, for two, for depending on how long they're going to be wearing their systems, they're going to have a complete natural replacement yeah, system. And, and these systems truly are so natural. I mean, I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah. And that, you know, and, but not to say there's anything wrong with, you know, synthetic hair or blended hair or human hair that's pre-custom that we can order within a week. Those look beautiful and the colors are natural as well. It, it's just a personal uh, decision, I think, at the end of the day. Right. In general, how long are they wearing the wigs for, right? So are they are they moving on eventually or do they continue wearing them even when their hair is growing back? Just yeah. give me a little bit of like what what the standard kind of timeline is like. Such Again, such a unique uh, experience. Some women will wear it for the duration of their chemo. And once they've rung that bell. Uh, and how long like does that say, take usually? Uh, so uh, on, it depends on. On average. It completely depends on the type of cancer you have. So it can take a few months up to a year, six months. Um, but th some women want to they feel like the hair replacement system is, they associate it with their treatment. So they, when they're done their treatment, they want to be rid of it. And they're very happy just having cute little pixie cut right. and doing treatments to regrow their hair. Right, of course. Other women, and you don't really know till you're in that position, really identify with their hair and their professionals and their treatment may be over, but now they need to go back to their professional lives and they, their hair's the, their identity. So they will wear their system until their hair regrows back to their length prior to the, having the treatment, which as we know, hair grows at about a quarter to maybe half an inch a month. So right. we're looking at at least two years of wear. Right. For, yeah. for that long hair yeah. to come back. What are the different types of, of wigs that one can wear? You know, what are the main differences, differences amongst them? So I want to say there's really three categories. So we have our synthetic wigs um, that are have come a long way since, you know, I want to say probably the 60s and 70s when wigs were popular. Um, the fibers look very natural. The colors are gorgeous. They move like human hair and they're very affordable. We have uh, blended human hair synthetic wigs, which are less popular these days, but I think still are a viable option. So for the woman that maybe is on also a bit of a budget, wants the human hair failing. So some of them are designed where they have the human hair at the bottoms, where the part that's touching your oh, you know, yeah. shoulders, that the top will be synthetic. So that oh, yeah, you, know, you have great. the easy styling, but then you have that natural feel. And then you have our human hair. So human hair, we can go we have a whole segment just on human hair. There's different grades of human hair, of course, right. depending on the kind of human hair that you get, the price can range greatly. So you sure. have Remy hair, then you have refined, you know, uh, European hair. And at the very highest level, uh, you know, the CNC systems have right. unprocessed Just hair. like any extension yeah. services out there. I can exactly. tell you about that all day. <laughs> so um, tell me about managing their expectations. You know, how do you prepare the clients for um, this new experience? And how do you prepare them for maintenance? You know, what's that like? What what What, are, what is it really like when you are going to be wearing a wig for a year or so? The wonderful thing is, 
especially with wigs that are on the synthetic end of things, they're low maintenance. They're really easy. You know, you can literally come in with any hairstyle. We can match that style. And all you have to do is every four to six weeks, yeah. sometimes a little bit more frequently, depending on your scalp type, is wash it with a shampoo that's designed for these wigs, put a little conditioning spray, it air dries overnight, and in the morning, it's ready for you. It's that simple. The yeah. human hair systems take a little bit more effort. You know, you're still washing them once every two to three, maybe four weeks, um, but you do have to blow them out. Right. So, you know, they don't, I don't advise uh, them drying overnight. Other than that, you're living your life just like you would. Yeah. I mean, you're wearing, uh, if some women opt for a head covering um, when they're not wearing the wigs around the house or to sleep in or to yeah. go to, for treatment, but wigs uh, or medical grade hair prosthetics are really easy, low maintenance. Do you surprising. guys offer options for head coverings? Absolutely. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, absolutely. So in our comfort program, we always include a head covering uh, as part of the program, a little sleep cap that they can sleep in. Um, but we have a beautiful selection of uh, different head coverings from Europe that we offer. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm sure they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Okay, good to know. And um, tell me a little bit about insurance. What, what can they do for people in this situation? Because I know these things can get quite costly. Yeah. So if, uh, you know, some a good piece of information I'd like to give uh, or put out there is if you are diagnosed, um, something you can do before seeing us is check your insurance company, see how much coverage you have. Um, it does help with the process. You're walking in knowing what you can afford, basically. So, yeah. um, and the coverage can range. I mean, I've seen everything from $200 to $1,500. So wow. it really depends. Um, once now uh, you've got that information, you're going to come in to see us. And when you decide on the hair replacement system that we're going with, we're going to give you an invoice. And the invoice will say medical grade process. Aesthetic, and you're going to send that invoice along with a prescription from your doctor or, or oncologist. So that's right. something else that can be done actually prior okay. to seeing us or shortly thereafter. So you're going to have our invoice, uh, the prescription from the doctor, submit that to, to the insurance company and you'll get your money back. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. So that's really informative. That's good to know. Tell me something. I, I ask everybody at the end of the um, program this question um, based on their expertise. Where do you predict the future of hair replacement systems going? And is there room for improvement? Tell me a little bit about what you think is coming or what is coming out. What can people expect or... You know, you're at the forefront of everything. So tell me, that's, tell me everything, you know, give me all gosh, the juice. There's that, that's such an exciting question because as you know, my interest is also in specialty in trichology. So, uh, there's so many exciting things happening in science and, uh, because I have that scientific brain and, uh, I, I know some of the R and D that's going into hair replacement systems. So, you know, CNC is a perfect example of that, right? We're dealing with a biomedical polymer that's designed in a lab to mimic human skin and, hair is injected into that biomedical polymer. Once upon a time, we didn't even fathom that something like that could exist. Yeah, but they look so good. You know, they is feel it, so good. Is it perfect? No, it's not. Of course it's not. It's it's still a man-made product. Um, I think as long as people experience hair loss, there's going to be a pressure for companies to develop better and better products. Products that feel more natural, that are easier to uh, uh, wear and use. So there's always growth and there's always room to grow and I'm excited to see what the future brings. That's amazing. That's very exciting. Caroline, I want to thank you so much for guiding us through this experience that many of us have really never truly understood. 
Um, opening up about it is allowing us to share it with loved ones and clients and educate the curious amongst us. But as you yourself know, many women opt to wear a hair system even without any hair loss or thinning issues, right? I'm sure, yep. you know, I've seen that with clients that they don't even need it and they've, they have a collection at home. I myself have never really known the exact procedure when it comes to this and, and handling, you know, patients that are going through cancer and, and whatnot. So I knew I had to ask the best in the field. So thank you so much for sharing and taking us through the hair replacement journey. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. That is all for today's show. You guys can find more information by visiting them at www.trulyyou.ca or find them on Facebook and Instagram using Truly You Hair. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you've heard and you can think of a few other women to share this podcast with, please do. I love reviews, so let me know your thoughts and other subjects that interest you. And don't forget to subscribe and listen in every other week. Follow us on social at Hair Like Hers Podcast or shoot us an email at grow at hairlikehers.co.